from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Gabriel is with us in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Hi, Gabriel. How are you? Doing well. How about yourself? Better than I deserve. How can we help? So uh, glad to speak with both of you today, Dave and Jade. Uh, I'm going to dive right in. My fiancé and I are getting married in October. Yay! And we're both... Thank you. And we're both entering the senior years of our debt-free degrees, but between scholarship refunds and our part-time jobs, we don't make much. Um, How can we best be financially prepared for all the changes that are coming with marriage, uh, welcoming children, graduation, moving home, all of those things? Well, what are you going to be making when you do get your degrees and get into your career field? What are you expecting? Uh, I'm, I'm studying supply chain, so I'm expecting uh, north of 55 a year. Okay. And then my fiance uh, is studying athletic training, so we're not sure, but uh, probably around 40. Now, when, when do you graduate? In May of 24. So okay, so, so your, your first several months of marriage, you're not going to have much of an income. Correct. Where are you planning on living? In a house that we're renting near uh, her school. Okay. So we already know what that budget is, and it's affordable. Correct. Okay. Yep. All right. Are you guys earning anything now? Yeah, a little bit. You said you had some part-time stuff going, right? That's right. Yep, I'm a forklift driver uh, for about 20 hours a week or so. Cool. So what are you What are you bringing in? Um, between scholarships and the forklift driving, it comes out to about uh, 45000 a year. Uh, after taxes. Okay. What about your fiance? Uh, right around five thousand a year. Not yeah. much. So you guys are just going to scrape through till May and get your big jobs in a year from now. Yeah, and so are almost a year from now. So, um, and you have no debt at all, right? No debt. Excellent we, uh, job. I, I well had done. a car loan, and we sold that, got rid of it. So. Good. Good for you. Well done. Okay. And so you said your question was get married, uh, set up life, have kids, all that kind of stuff, right? So a lot of this stuff is going to happen after May, right? Not the marriage, but a bunch of the other things. Um, we're, we're, yeah, that's, that's kind of what, what we're talking about is uh, how, how do we, um, with, with the potential to have children after we're married, we'd like to be able to be excited whenever that, that moment comes. Uh, whether well, that would involve having both May. big boy and big girl jobs. What's that? Yeah, that's not going to happen on the. You're not going to be excited on the income you have mm-hmm. now, right? <laughs> right, right. Okay, so yeah. you'll be excited after May. So you know that's what I'm saying. So you get married in October. You live like a couple of college students as roommates, except you're married roommates uh, until May, and then we start all the other life planning stuff after May when the incomes come. Is that fair? I, I think so. Yes. Yeah, I think anything else would scare the crap out of me, right? And oh, by the way, you should be making closer to a hundred, not fifty-five in supply chain. Really? Okay. Yeah, coming out of the gate, making like 80, 80 minimum. Yeah. 
I'm here for that. Absolutely. Yeah. That would make it a lot easier to be excited, right? Yeah. Yeah. About, about a lot of stuff, but yeah. So, uh, I mean, so, so what I would do is to kind of, what you're asking is kind of how to set up. So I would set up the household and the budget, like a couple of college students living on, uh, you know, day old bread and last week's mayonnaise, right. Mm-hmm. And that kind of stuff until you get to may, cause that's what you've been doing. It's how you've made it this far. Right. Right. Yeah, you don't need to change that plan until your income changes. You're living in the house that you're going to be. Who's living in the house that you're going to be renting? Because somebody's already living there, right? Right. So I'm I'm living in it currently. Okay. And then she's uh, being a summer RA. The good so news when is when we are married, we'll we'll both be living there. Yeah. The right. good news is you've already been living there on the income you have. You've already been holding up your lifestyle. She's going to come into that. Is she has no debt, right? Correct. Okay, yeah. so in, and she's bringing you know five thousand dollars whatever to the table. So it sounds like you like Dave said you've got enough to just keep camping the way you have been. Then you know a one after you graduate is getting you know the jobs that you say that you're gonna get, and then after that you know do you guys have any money saved? Uh, not yet. Not much. Uh, around it, it, it'll be around ten thousand after the the wedding's all said and done. Okay. For. Good. That's that's mm-hmm. more than I thought you would have. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I think you're doing great. Yeah, me too. Yeah, just get, you know, but just don't don't line up something to do until the money's there to do it. So I would I would move out of that in May after you get your good jobs and rent something else a little nicer. And now let's set up house. Let's get some dishes, all that kind of stuff from May forward for one year. During that one year, I'd save like crazy to start talking about buying my house. And have your down have a down payment plus an emergency fund and debt free. Learning to live together, learning to live on a budget, but wait a year after marriage to buy a house because it takes a little while to know which house to buy. Mm-hmm. You got to get to know each other, and it's different uh, being married than it is not being married. And so that's going to change the decision making process in the in the house you buy. Mm-hmm. The joke we always use is it takes a year of marriage to know how close to your mother in law to buy, right? <laughs> but the uh, but but what it amounts to is you need to get to know each other. And um, it's okay to go a little bit slow on the home purchase thing, but the rest of it, if you're going to move up in car or whatever, pay cash for it. And every time you spend a dime on something more than your emergency fund after May, you're going to be spending some of your down payment money. So you're going to delay the purchase on the home, but that's okay. If it takes you a little while, it's okay. You're just getting out of college. Mm -hmm. You got time. You got all kinds of time and you guys are going to be doing really well. You're going to be making North of a hundred grand between the two of you. And, um, you know, this time next year, one yep. year from today, life's going to look really different in, in a lot of good ways, That's a lot of right. fun ways. And uh, so congratulations. Very wise in how you've approached They've this. They've done a lot of things right. That's very good. You need to go through Financial Peace University as our guest. We're going to give that to you as an engagement present. And you guys can go through and start talking about a lot of these things now. We'll teach you everything about that. You should have been taught about money before we let you out in the world. And uh, we'll show you exactly how to do that. I'm going to pay for it. It'll be our gift to you. So thanks. Thanks again for joining (laughs) us, and congratulations. Hang on. Um, Austin will pick up and get you signed up for Financial Peace University. That's good. Man, don't you wish everybody – I wish I had started with that. I know. I know. The fact that he's calling and wanting wanting to be ahead, and I'm like, you're already ahead. The fact that you don't have student loans and debt, you're already so far ahead. Uh, Yeah, good things for them. The up and up. Yep, 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 yep. Wow, very cool stuff. Hey, thanks for joining us, America. You got questions about your life and your money? That's what we're here for. Open phones at 888-825-5225. This is The Ramsey Show.
Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. Jade Washall, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Well, Jade, if you go on vacation for three weeks, stuff happens while you're gone. Yeah, a lot happened while you were gone. So Dave. first thing happens, Supreme Court rules and says um, President Joe Biden does not have the power to forgive student loans. That's right. Second thing that happens is Joe Biden came out with an announcement that they were forgiving a bunch of student loans, which was actually a complete falsehood because the student loan process already involved forgiveness yes. for people that did the uh, the PLC yes. public service uh, process, and it was 10 years, and now it's going to be 25 years. And you just went on a rant last week about that, which has now got over 300,000 views That's on right. that rant. Yeah. And so it's um, not the same forgiveness, guys. It's not. It's not. It's not student loan forgiveness at all. No, it was. By the way, by yeah. the way, of the people that signed up for that when it was a 10 year program that are now coming up on 10 years, almost no one has gotten less than 5 percent of the people have actually gotten the forgiveness. So yeah. one more time, the government lied to you, whether they're Republicans or whether they're Democrats, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. You can tell they're lying about the student loan issue if their mouth is moving. That's right. And then this comes out today, and this is this one is not as maddening from the Daily Wire <laughs> as it is sad. Well, this is sad because this is about you, the people. A third of student loan debt holders spent the extra money that they thought would be wiped clean. So we know, um, I'll just read this. Um, the poll by Intelligent.com surveyed 977 people who would have qualified for at least $10,000 of relief under Biden's plan. Now, we know that was struck down, but... You know, we've all talked about this. So many people thought, oh, I'm going to get this forgiveness, Dave, or people whose loans were paid off. They got that refund back of $10,000 and And they they, thought and they didn't they didn't get it. They spent the money. And now they're in debt again. They're in debt again. They were out of debt and just put them back in debt. That's right. And uh, this 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 came through and I thought, you know, this is it, because a, a while back I was on here ranting saying you guys were spending this money on hamburgers, and it looks like I'm a little bit right. (laughs) It says, of those, one in three people said they spent the extra money because they were assuming forgiveness, and many of them spent the money on things like vacations, retail items, alcohol, drugs, and gambling. 
Sounds responsible to me. I would have been happier with the hamburger. (laughs) Alcohol, drugs, and gambling? Okay, we need Dr. John Deloney in here, but (laughs) this is unbelievable. That's very believable. I mean, over half of borrowers now say they don't feel prepared once student loan repayment starts back up in October, with 35% saying they're very unprepared. Well, I mean... Uh, we got a little time. Let's get prepared. Let's get prepared. Let's get prepared, guys. Apparently, gambling, drugs, alcohol, retail, and vacations are not getting prepared. No. That, who who that, knew? That's, unpre- that's who knew? getting you unprepared. <laughs> who knew? <laughs> who knew that that was not going to cause wealth building? Yeah, you're going to have to cut back on the alcohol budget and the gambling budget and the Lululemon budget. And the Sandals vacation, all-inclusive budget. The Supreme Court decision is a cold shower for those who had their hopes pinned on a $10,000 relief. James Allen, who founded Personal Finance website, Bullpen, said, uh, it's like waiting for a tax refund only to find out the IRS made a mistake. Is it? Is it, though? No, it's not. Because you never should have been waiting on it. We told you not to wait on it. We yeah. told you. We told you to use the time and get the, get the stupid But we're here now. Off. We're here now. So now you can get prepared since you feel unprepared. Mm-hmm. And the way you get prepared is um, you start living on less than you make mm-hmm. and you quit waiting on anyone with a zip code anywhere near Washington, D.C. to fix your life. That's right. And on a pra- even a, a more practical tip, you guys really need to don't bury your ha- head in the sand on this. You need to go online, look at your service provider, because the fact is, Dave, a lot of the people, a lot of the servicers that were servicing the loans pre-COVID mm-hmm. are no longer, they've been sold off to mm-hmm. somebody else. So if you, business. yeah, if you've been getting those emails and you've been ignoring those, now's the time to stop ignoring the emails and really get organized. Find out where your loan is or your loans are. Find out how much, what the full balance is. Find out, do not... Bury your head in the sand. Find out what the payment's going to be. All right? You need to know this information. And then you need to start looking at, here's, Dave, this is the drum I want to beat. Do not, I repeat, do not, because some of you that were in income-driven repayment plans prior to, Mm -hmm. they're just automatically enrolling you in yet another income-driven repayment plan. Right. And you can go on there yourself and estimate your income and say this is what i make this is what i want my payment to be if you get an income repayment plan you're going to be in debt the rest of your life the rest of your life and that's what that mathematically that's the case it's not a philosophical statement it's not a political statement it's just a math thing that what you guys heard us rant about last week about biden forgiveness that was people guys that were in those income driven repayment plans they had been paying 25 and 30 years yeah is that what you really no is that wor- worth is, it to wait is, around is, that long? Know, listen, this is taking the student loan business and applying the rules of the DMV to it. That's right. This is stupid government socialist behavior. Yeah, that's who's working there. And it's just, it's ridiculous. And it's a disaster if you lean on this for your future. So your future, let me hit, you, you want to get your student loans, get rid of your student loans? Here's how you do it. What we call big math. Big math works mm, somewhere around the fourth grade. So you owe $10,000, okay? That's $833 a month. Or if you want to do it in one year, okay? Or it's $1,666 a month if you want to do it in six months, okay? It's ten. It's $1,000 a month if you want to do it in 10 months. It's $5,000 a month if you want to do it in two months. 
So take your your student loan and divide it by how long you want to be a slave, how many months, and that tells you what you've got to go make Mm -hmm. and get up off your freaking couch, go leave the cave, kill something, and drag it home and get this dadgum thing out of your life. This crap owns your life, and they're sitting up there in Washington playing tiddlywinks with your dadgum life, and you gave them permission. Yeah. Because you leaned on something that didn't need to be leaned on that wasn't worthy of being leaned on called politics. Mm-hmm. And you're kidding yourself if you you're think that they're for you. And you're going to look up 10 years from now. And let me tell you, any financial situation that you have ignored has a high rate of resurrection, as my friend Les Parrott said. <laughs> That's right. Okay. You try to bury this stuff, it comes back with a zombie vengeance. Mm-hmm. Like six more zombies than you had when you buried the first one. Yeah. It's going to come back, and it comes back with a vengeance. So it comes back with extra fees, extra gotchas, lawyer fees, and all of a sudden they show up at your work and garnish you your dadgum wages. So, And they have unlimited power to do this That's stuff. That's right. That's so right. So you do not want to screw around with this. Take the dollars that you owe today and divide it by the number of months you want to be in pain, mm-hmm. and then go get your pain over with. That's right. Get it done. Get it behind you. Rip the Band-Aid off. Sell so much stuff the kids think they're next. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, in this world, you can make some money right now. There's a lot of people paying a lot of money for people to do no brain work. I, uh, look, Dave, with the internet the way that it is, you could do. you can do so much. There's so many ways to make money. Please do not let these companies the government fool you into thinking a a lower payment is better half of those in the old in the old westerns the uh you know the indians were attacking the 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 pioneers the pioneers are circling the wagons Mm -hmm. and then you'd hear this bugle sound and here comes the cavalry to save them right so what jade and i are trying to tell you is the cavalry ain't coming you're it Mm -hmm. you're it look in the mirror you are your financial salvation you and god get a hold of his hands jump up get your butt in gear and get to work Mm -hmm. and clean this up take the amount of student loan debt that you have the dollar amount and divide it by the number of months you want to be in pain and then go find that much money in your budget or with extra income and get it out of your life you don't have to do the interest rate division. You don't have to do, I want to be in debt the rest of my dadgum life. I'm going to be on income repayment. That's dumber than a rock. That tells me, I don't know how you got out of the sixth grade running that kind of math. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. It's just dumb. Don't be dumb. Dumb will make you broke. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Thank you for joining us, America. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. Zadie's with us in Denver. Hi, Zadie. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Better than I deserve. What's up? 
Well, thank you so much for taking my call. I'm calling because my husband and I have been following your baby steps since we got married three years ago, and we paid off our student debt in 2020. Yay! <laughs> what you said about the student loans. Hopefully we're not part of that sucker group. But anyway, so <laughs> thankfully he's getting a master's now, and we are paying cash for that. But my question is actually related to buying a home. So we, he has about a year and a half left. We're paying cash for that master's, and we are trying so hard to save up money to buy a home here in Denver. Ooh, and expensive market. What mm-hmm. I want, yes, exactly. So what I want to talk to you guys about is we're trying to maintain some sanity here while saving up a lot of money for a down payment. I'm hoping to save up about $200,000 for uh, most homes that are, you know, um, modest homes, about half a million dollars. Yes. So we're trying our best to do that, but it's looking like it's going to take three to five years, which I'm thinking means that we have to be gazelle intense. But I'm kind of wondering if you guys have any insight for that, because, again, we're trying to maintain our uh, our sanity here. So his master's is in what? He's getting a master's, master's in marriage and family counseling. Okay. And what's he do for a living now? What he does, he works part-time for an extension of the foster system. He helps kids and families, and okay. he supervises... So, so when he's a licensed therapist, what will be the change in your all's income? Did you calculate that as part of the equation you gave us yeah i did so part of it is now that i'm new to the denver area i can be a travel nurse here because i'm a nurse and i can mm-hmm. make very good money doing that i last year i made two hundred thousand dollars as a travel nurse this year i'm making less just because contracts are not as good i'm making close to like 120 140 yeah um eventually the travel nurse contracts will go away altogether when yeah. we live here permanently so i'll make about probably 80 to 100 at that point and he'll probably make about 75 so okay. actually the thing is, we won't. Our income won't change a whole lot because my income is going to go down so right. dramatically. That's fair. Okay, good. You 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 figured this out. You're ahead of me. Well done. All right. So, what you're saying is is you might not put down as big a down payment on this first house, uh, but you're still going to be making 175, and you're still going to go in and knock it out as fast as you can. Um, and so, if you don't put yeah, down 200, you put down 100. That's not the end of the world, right? Yeah, and I actually I have a hundred thousand dollars saved. Oh, but that's great. Um, the issue we're yeah, that kind of the issue we're seeing is um, with just with the way our budget is and how much his master's degree is costing, we're struggling to save you know two to five thousand dollars. Yeah, but that's a not month. a permanent situation. That's mm-hmm. just until he completes the master's. I see. So you guys, yeah, I probably just need to be more patient. But maybe you guys can tell. But I'm the. I'm when's the when's he finished? You're wanting out. to buy now while he's in the master's program? No, I'd like to buy in maybe. 12 months to 24 months. And will he be out by then? He will, barely. Okay. Is he going to go into private practice, or is he going to join a practice, or what's his plan? Yeah, that's a good question. So he'll have to be an apprentice, and the great news is he has a great um, kind of clinical site set up as a student, and hopefully they'll hire him on once he has his degree. And um, he has to charge less because he needs supervised hours for the first two years he has his license. Oh, so it's not going to it's not going to kick in immediately. I, okay. Yeah, I would not. Yeah. I I would be careful because I would not buy something based on a projected future income. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Because that's going to put a lot of pressure on him. That could be months. We, yeah, we and don't need years, the therapist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that could be months <laughs> and years where the payment feels you know too tight for you guys. So. It, it almost works hand in hand if you're saying, hey, this could take three to five years to save what we want and what you want to put down. That could work well with the, you know, his career and you guys finally seeing where you're going to actually be in three years time. So, Zadie, yeah, um, right, yeah. here, here's the overall thing. You have done a better job analyzing this than we have 
in the last five minutes because you've spent a lot more than five minutes on mm-hmm. it. And you are really doing a really good job thinking about this. And actually, I think your numbers are fairly accurate because I didn't have the two-year – I was anticipating his income jumping faster. I didn't have the two-year internship built in. I didn't see your travel nurse stuff coming down. You're seeing all that. You've done a good job with your critical thinking skills on building out your model, okay? It's just frustrating you that you don't like the answer your model is giving you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right, and that, that I can't help you with that. It's time. Um, and so, you know, that that's going to require one of two things. One is you don't put down as much of a down payment and you buy sooner. Or two, back to your earlier comment, you have some patience so you can put down more. Neither plan that you've told me is in the stupid column, though. You're not going to okay. land in the stupid column because you're, you're, you're putting too much good logical thought to this. You're doing a really good job with this. Yeah, and so and I just I just want to pick your. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't that's mean okay. I would just say to you and your husband that the two of you sitting down talking about this the way you have been analyzing it up to this point, I would trust yourself. You you, I would trust you to make the decision. You're making really good process here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I and and once you can trust yourself a little bit, then you go okay. This is what we're going to do. We're going to put down a little less, and we're going to purchase a little sooner, or we're going to have some patience. And then own that decision and rest in it and quit fretting over it. Okay. I'm going to pick your brain about something really brief. I know we have limited time. So kind of the issue, he, he thinks that I'm being paranoid about how much we need to save, which is understandable. I feel you are. we need to make our mortgage as low as possible, just given I don't trust anything about the climate of what's been happening in the world the past few years. I, so I, I want our mortgage that's to be as low awesome. as humanly possible. You, you might be borderline paranoid, but you're at least driven to good decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, one of the benefits of being debt-free is, I mean, you've been travel nursing in COVID, for God's mm-hmm. sakes. Okay. One of the benefits of being debt-free is when something like a stupid and weird, like a pandemic or worse than that, a quarantine from a pandemic occurs. Um, maybe not worse than that, but as bad as that for other people is um, the quarantine. And we don't know, you know, all that uncertainty, it melts away when you don't have any debt. And so I love your conclusion, but you don't want to be driven to a neurosis over it. I mean, you want to have some peace about it. That's why I said lay out your plan, live your plan, and and, and just rest in your plan because you are the kind of people that are going to put together a good plan. Okay? So that's what I mean by trusting that. And that'll, that'll you know, if he senses you relaxing, then the word paranoia can come off of the table. <laughs> it's not real paranoia, but he's just, he's afraid you're over-worrying. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he's, he, he knows me well, and he has good insight there. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and, and I think you probably are. You're a planner, mm-hmm. but you sometimes those of us that are planners are also fretters. We fret. Yep. Worry. Pace um, back and forth. When's the dadgum plan going to happen, you know? And I don't know anybody like that. I just have to look at him in the <laughs> mirror every morning. But, right, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, nothing happens fast enough to suit Dave. But, um uh, I'm the guy that thinks microwaves are slow. So what are you waiting on? I want my burrito. Sometimes that minute it takes it's forever. <laughs> watching watching uh, water boil, right? Uh-huh. It won't boil while you watch. Yeah. So yeah, that's. But uh, guys, do what you know. Be zady. Yeah. Right. You know. Plan. Be, plan. Lay it. You know. Look at the variables. What she's doing is what Jim Collins talks about in business. He talks about 
face the last 10% of truth. Mm-hmm. And, and the last 10% of truth is I'm not, there's no fairy tale involved. Prince Charming, the Wicked Witch, they aren't there. Mm-hmm. This is just a thing. It's a thing. It's a math thing. And we're just going to lay it out and we're going to walk through it. And that last 10% of truth, then, then rest in it once that's you've right. addressed it. Yeah. And because all you can do, I used to work for a guy. He said, all you can do is all you can do. And that's enough. That's right. Well, that it's true. It's all you can do. So it might as well be enough. That's where it ends. Good job, Sadie. Good job. We're honored to have you in our listening audience. Thank you. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, 1 Corinthians fifteen fifty-seven. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Winston Churchill said, difficulties mastered are opportunities won. Yeah, that's how you build a callus. <laughs> That's right. John's with us. John is in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. Hey, John, welcome to the Ramsey Show. Yes, sir, Mr. Ramsey. It's a pleasure to speak with you. You too, sir. How can we help? So, Mr. Ramsey, I bought a home um, about three months ago, and I bought it about $50,000 less than it's worth. Um, But I bought it at auction, and it was my first home that I've ever purchased, and I've come to realize why it sold so cheap was that it has major septic issues. And so I've had some professionals over the last month come out and uh, give me some quotes on what it would cost to get the work done, and it's looking around the $25,000 range. Um, I've got about $10,000 in the bank, and I'm kind of pulling my hair out as, as to what to do. So it's not functioning at all? Uh, No, sir. So So you can't live in the house? You can't live in the house? I have maybe another month I can live in the house, and then it's going to be over with. Okay. Um, How many different people in that world have you had to look at this? It's been three so far. Um, And on the cheap side, um, it's been around the 25000 mark. Okay. (sighs) <sighs> can you do you know what's wrong with it yes yes we know exactly what's wrong with what's it. wrong Basically with the it. field the entire, the entire field needs to be replaced it's an older house about 60 years old and it has all original pipes and everything it's all cast iron and they basically all collapsed mm. yeah okay um yeah okay. well i've i've done real estate rehabs for just about my whole adult life that's why i was asking because i've I've made these similar mistakes so <laughs> i'm sorry i'm afraid well, you've gotten I'm an accurate bid what do you make for a living how much money do you well, make? I make about fifty thousand a year good lord yikes and i'm a huge fan of yours i have no debt you know i've been yeah. a follower for years i just All right, start talking to, to the twenty five thousand dollar guy and ask him how functional we can get this for the first 10 because you don't have 25 so if you can get it functional get one field line operating and it because you don't have the health department shutting you down you just got practicality shutting you down because your backyard's getting ready to be stinking yes sir yeah within about a month no water will be able to leave the house yeah so you got to get at least one fill line open and you probably do that for 10 grand there's usually three or four fill lines. I don't know how big this property is, but I'm guessing there is. And then they, they generally head towards a tank. You pump the tank, I assume, right? 
Yes, sir. Okay, and so that's not helping at all because the water's not getting there because of the collapsed lines, right? Right. Well, the tanks the tanks filling back up. Wait a minute, the tanks filling back up because the lines aren't the lines leaving Mm -hmm. the tank or what's not working, right? Yes, sir. I can get it pumped, which costs about six hundred, and after it's pumped, I have about three weeks or two weeks before it's filled back up. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep pumping it until I can get the enough fill lines in that I don't have to pump it anymore. And you may have to do one fill line at a time. You got ten thousand dollars worth, see if you can't get two in. See if the guy tell the guy what you're up against. Say, I don't have any money and I can't borrow money. And I don't make I don't make five hundred thousand. And so, you know, help me, man. And see how help me figure out how we can do this in phases rather than and at least get it semi-operational that's what i would do if i woke up in your shoes i've done stuff like that i mean we had a roof roof leaking when sharon and i went broke and went into bankruptcy and i wasn't borrowing money anymore and i would have had to borrow six thousand dollars to put a roof on and i went and got some of that um that tar stuff at the at the uh and spread it on the roof it looked awful but it quit leaking yeah. Until I could save up the six thousand dollars. Now you might be a redneck if, right, John? But um, but you know you might be a redneck if you're pumping your septic tank every three weeks. But hey, mm-hmm. we're saving up our money, and then I'm if and, and then if I'm you, I'm picking up extra jobs and working like crazy because I got to buy some fill lines. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Because you can't yeah, sell the house. Yeah, you can't sell it. Right, and that's been my problem. I would love to just sell it and get out from under it, but now Can't. I would get way less than I paid that's for right. it. That's right. Yeah, you'll get wet less than you paid for it. You thought you got it at a deal because you can't get a health letter, and nobody can get a mortgage without a health letter. Right. Yes, sir. And so, you know, if they want to get a standard mortgage, any kind of standard conforming mortgage, they're going to they're require a health department letter saying it's functional on a septic system. So, yeah, you got to fix it. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to work like a crazy man. You got anything you can sell? Um, a couple things. Yes, sir. I've, I've sold a couple things. I've cut the TV out and all kinds of good stuff trying to save money. I mean, you don't have Anything a, a $10,000 boat sitting in the backyard. No, sir. I have zero debt. I have a 25-year-old truck that I'm still puttering along in. I really don't have anything worth a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you pay cash for the house? No, sir. I, the house is the only, thing that I, only debt that I have. How'd you get the loan? Um, I got the loan. It was... Uh, it was at auction, and so um, I was able to work with a small mortgage company to get the loan. And they, it did not require inspection because it was at auction. Yeah, and they're charging you an interest rate in excess of 7%. Yes, sir, 6.99. What? It's 6.99, yes, sir. Oh, it is 7. Okay, that's not bad. I'm surprised. Okay. I, f- I thought you were getting gig. I figured they had you at 12. Okay, Um. good. That's good news. All right, John, this is going to be tough. Just mm-hmm. roll up your sleeve. So call the guy. You may have to pay, go with the guy that's a little bit more expensive but can give you a phased program. And we'll put in a, how many fill lines we got to do. Is they, are they saying three? What are they saying? Uh, I think it's supposed to have four on it. Okay, and none of them are functioning. None. It's all either the cast iron or it's the old yeah. terracotta. Yeah, you may have to do uh, one at a time or you may have to do two at a time and get somebody to work with you on that and you know if you if you got a buddy that's got a backhoe oh yeah yeah absolutely well maybe you can get him to uh get the septic guy to let you do the digging and you you know have your buddy for a six pack of beer dig the holes 
uh, clean the lines out, and then the septic guy comes in, and that saves you that much money. Mm, that's a good buddy. Hey, that's that's a great idea. Yeah, that might save you five grand right there. And just tell the septic guy, you know, this guy just he needs to help you out, and then you're going to give him, you're going to tell everybody that you know that ever needs any help in that world that he's the guy because he took care of you. You know. Yeah, it'd be great. Give him as much advertising as he could take. <laughs> Absolutely, it'd be it'd be good business for him. And mm-hmm. yeah, partner up with your backhoe buddy, and let's see if we can't get a couple of these done for ten grand, get it functioning, and then add the other two to get the luxury part of it working. But yeah, it, it's a thing. It's a thing. Um, we were building we're building a, a, a an event barn, and mm-hmm. we got into solid freaking rock on stinking septic. And I've got so much money, and that's God. We just chiseling yeah. rock for days it went on for days it was awful that is awful. so horrible thing but yeah that's uh yeah note to self this is what happens when people talk about uh i'm gonna buy foreclosures because i saw it <laughs> i saw it on tiktok yes and when you buy a foreclosure at the courthouse steps you know what you bought as is where you is, don't baby. know what it is you might not have even been inside the house and you go in there and find out there are no pipes mm-hmm. because they used to be copper and the guys in the neighborhood thought the copper belonged to them, and they took the copper down to the supply place, I mean, down to the yeah. uh, salvage place, and got some copper prices for it, and now you got no plumbing in the entire house. I did that. I did that. I did that. You I did bought that? a house, had no plumbing. Ooh, and you didn't All know it? All the copper pipes were gone. I knew oh. it. I knew it. Oh, okay. I, I, uh, I broke into the house, I'll admit it, before the, for, before the bidding, so I bought it based on the fact they had no plumbing. But <laughs> the other guy wow. bidding against me did not did know not that. Know. And started running the bid up, and I told him, I said, you know it's got no pipes. He said, what do you mean? I said, you haven't been in the house? He said, no. I said, there's no plumbing. It's all gone. He quit bidding, and I won the bid. That's a a crappy problem to have, Dave. Yeah, I mean, you start buying these auctions, it's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Get yourself in trouble. Jade Washaw, good show today. Well done, Austin, Ben, James, Zach, and Andrew, the booth dudes in the booth making this show happen. I'm Dave Ramsey, your host. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.